0: Feel when someone gives you a gift? I know for me, I feel loved and appreciated, and I thank the giver. And this is what I think of when I think of the Eucharist. And if you've been away from the faith, or maybe you're mad at God because some of the circumstances in your life, or maybe you've been busy and haven't been able to spend a lot of time with him busy is that dreaded four-letter word right it's an excuse but it's okay because god is always there for you in the eucharist and i am so honored to be here with you today to talk about my love and my journey and experience. Uh, with the Eucharist. My name is Elizabeth Montigny. You can call me Liz. I have built a life coaching practice and a theater ministry. I live in Massachusetts with my husband and our three boys. Um, I've had quite a journey rebuilding my personal and professional life. I've reinvented my career, I've um, overcome a poor marriage and now I am married to a supportive husband and we have uh, three great boys and I've uh, gone from commuting to a cubicle every day to diving into entrepreneurship while raising a family. And I was able to do all those things in large part by focusing on building up And building up my spirituality and and really deepening my faith. And a huge part of that has been uh, through the gift of the Eucharist. Uh, Fun fact, Eucharist means Thanksgiving. And it was at the Last Supper that Jesus gave us the gift of him forever in the Eucharist. And that's why I opened with that question of what do you do when someone gives you a gift? And so if you haven't honored that gift lately, or you're not even sure how, maybe you're new to all this, uh, I just want to share with you a little bit of my journey and what getting to know Jesus in the Eucharist has done for me professionally and personally. Really two things. One, uh, in the Divine Mercy Chaplet, which I'll talk about a little bit more. And two, in Adoration, which is when we go and we actually sit in front of the Eucharist for hopefully an hour, but if you can't do that as much as you can and just really start that dialogue, it's not easy at first. It isn't, but it's a a beautiful thing and it's one of um, the moments I look forward to most in my week, such a peaceful time. So, um, I'll begin with the divine mercy chaplet. It's a devotion that I have. If you're not sure what the divine mercy chaplet is, uh, you can look it up really easily online and, and get the chaplet prayers. And, um, there's a lot of talk about around it and the image, the image that goes along with it is just really beautiful. And, and, um, nice to have around and near you just to meditate on. But it's this journey started for me really um, almost uh, 13 years ago. And um, soon after I married my husband, uh, we were expecting a honeymoon baby. And um, once our beautiful boy arrived, uh, I was really plagued with um movies in my mind about past relationships that I had not really healed from, or maybe had not um, forgiven a particular person. And it was really getting to me. It was really dragging me down. I mean, here I was in this um, new marriage with this beautiful baby boy that I had prayed for. And um, I was plagued with all these thoughts. So I kind of got sick of it. (laughs) (laughs) And I asked God for help and the divine mercy chaplet really opened up to me. Uh, What I did was I just walked around my neighborhood, uh, pushed my baby in the stroller and I prayed the chaplet. Now at first it was actually really hard for me. I I prayed the chaplet to forgive the people that I felt had wronged me in the past. Uh, And I had to pray that they forgive me for whatever they felt I may have done to them. Tough thing. Number one, tough thing. Number two Uh, on the chaplet, if you're not familiar with it, uh, you use your rosary beads. And when you get to the big bead, which in the rosary is our father, but on the chaplet, it says eternal father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Whoa. Those words were hard for me to say initially because that whole uh, concept of offering the father his own son really blew me away. So I always really had to take some time on those big beads. Now, I'm not going to tell you that I had some amazing moment of fireworks in the sky or anything like that, but really what it was was just a perseverance in prayer and knowing that uh, our Lord and God the Father were listening and hearing me and understood what I was trying to do. And basically what happened was over time, I found that those movies in my mind became less and less and less. And I found that I really did forgive those people that I felt had wronged me. And it just, forgiving doesn't mean forgetting. Okay. Please understand that a good, a good confessor I had once told me that he said, you know, it doesn't mean that you forget because you can't forget some things that happened to you, but it does mean you forgive and it doesn't mean you need to be best friends with those people or anything like that. Um, but that was a big moment uh, for me. But like I said, it came over time, you know, so you have to be patient with it and, and persevere and, and just build up that relationship with him, capital H, him, right? Uh, so you fast forward, I'm going to fast forward now, <laughs> a few more boys, three in total, and um i felt myself being called more and more to my theater ministry um just a little bit of background on that is uh, my own mother had encouraged me to put my uh, acting and performance talents um, to use for the faith and had encouraged me to basically create plays around the rosary and that's what i have done and um So about, uh, let's see, eight or so years ago, seven, eight years ago, uh, I finally felt that call uh, to really dive more into that, and a couple things prompted that, um, besides my own mother, uh, was just seeing the persecution of Christians around the world, and in particular there was this one image I saw in the newspaper one day as I was feeding my youngest child, and I realized, oh, this is just going to get worse before it gets better. People really need to know about the face of love, which is Our Lady, Jesus's mother, Mary, and and really, you know, really combat this culture of death in a peaceful way. And um, so I finally got everything off the ground, long story short, <laughs> And um, just another example of divine mercy uh, in my life is when I performed uh, one piece in particular, which is based on Jesus's passion, uh, people would always come up to me after and tell me about a loved one that they had lost or something critical that had just happened to them that they needed prayers for. And that was just another confirmation, an example to me of the power of divine mercy. And last but not least, uh, around the chaplet, uh, when my father was passing away, which this is almost five years or so ago now, but uh, when he was making his journey, it was, he was really sick for about a month. And in that month's time, so much was happening uh, in my own life. And of course, you know, here, my poor dad is, is suffering and dying of cancer. And so I was already two hours away and, you know, lots of things, but what I could do is pray. So I prayed to chaplet every day for my dad um, sometimes multiple times a day. And I just kept praying, you know, if it's your will that he stay with us. Awesome. If it's your will that he goes, then please let him go peacefully. Um, I was fortunate enough to be able to see my father before he passed. Um, I gathered with uh, my brothers and my mother around his bedside as he was Lay dying and the night of his death was was actually really hard he was going through his own cross and a great suffering and that was hard to watch but what was really amazing was um he got through that and then the next morning he was still with us and um he he kind of settled into this peaceful sleep And he slept most of that morning as peaceful as we had ever seen him. And uh, I just continued to pray that chaplet both that night and that morning. And uh, he ended up passing away on the feast of um, the guardian angels, uh, which is a beautiful feast day. And I just love to envision him floating away with all of them. So that's just another beautiful um, example of mercy. And so I just want to share that with you if that is something that you're struggling through right now, whatever those, um, whatever that may be, whether it's re- relationships or death or separation, um, it's a powerful chaplet to go to and another gift uh, that the Lord has given us. Another what I did share at the beginning, uh, another big part of the Eucharist in my life is adoration. If you're not familiar with adoration, it refers to so in the Gospels. um, After the Last Supper, uh, Jesus and uh, apostles went to um, the garden at Gethsemane. And and well, Jesus prayed, but the apostles fell asleep. And in that moment, he's like, you know, you, you. you couldn't pray for me, pray with me for one hour. And so now we carry on that, right? We go and sit with him for an hour. Now, if you're intimidated by adoration, um, number one, please don't be. If you have an adoration chapel or some you know, or church somewhere that offers it on a certain day, um, go, just go. Don't, don't feel like you have to commit the full hour at first. You know, you can you can work up to it in little increments and just sit there like you don't have to do anything. You can just absorb. okay, And eventually um, you'll begin a dialogue with Jesus. And it's just beautiful. Uh, So I've had a lot of fruits uh, from adoration um, besides just the peaceful time and just, you know, really examining my life through his eyes which is not easy sometimes. Right. Um, And then of course there have been days when my mind is racing and I can't really focus happens to everybody, but just, you know, honoring and starting that relationship with him and adoration is huge. And uh, it is something that has brought me so much peace, both inside the chapel and outside of the chapel. Um, You know, I can think of a time where uh, we actually, my husband got into a car accident Uh, And this was about a year or so into both of us going to adoration regularly. And we were like, Hey, you're okay. He's okay. Great. Uh, The car is completely totaled. Eh, Fine. Like there was no freaking out. And what was really cool was uh, it turned out that the insurance check um, that we got, we were able to find a car for that exact amount. So like, to me, that's all God. Right. So that's just a little example, but, um, another example in my professional life, when it comes to adoration is, um, the receptivity, the, the openness that you get, you know, when you, when you put God first and make time for him first, uh, that's going to come back to you. And I do believe that. And I don't believe that in a hokey spiritual way, but, um, just honestly, yes. Um, he's going to answer you. Right. And uh, so there have been so many times where I've gone into adoration. And by the time I come out of adoration, I either have a text or an email or something waiting for me. That is an answer to um, maybe a struggle or an opportunity I've been waiting on or whatever it may be. So it's just really opened up um, a lot of things in my life. And uh, feels really good and, and and almost fun to a point where I go into adoration and I'm like, oh, what's going to happen when I come out today? So um, you just never know where that uh, may take you, and it's such a it's such a good path to be on. So uh, yes, uh, the Eucharist. I am so honored to be talking about this with you today, and you know, through the Divine Mercy Chaplet and through adoration, it is a huge part of my life. And I am so grateful that I get to be a Catholic and I get to, you know, experience all of this. So, um, but I just want to remind you too, if you're new to this, or if you're, you're struggling for whatever reason, maybe because of the circumstances of your life right now, um, know that it's a season that you're going through and hopefully, uh, most of what you're going through is temporary. And there, there is a light and that light is Jesus in the Eucharist and you should receive him as much as possible in mass. You should go to adoration when you can and, and pray that chaplet. It's, um, it's quite powerful and it really doesn't take long. So I hope this inspired you, brought you some hope and encouragement and again, thank you so much for spending some time with me. And it was just my honor to talk about my journey with the Eucharist with you. If you want to connect with me uh, outside of this time, you can um, check out my bio and, you know, you hop over to my site and I'd love to hear from you. And in the meantime, I'm praying for this summit and for everyone listening. So please know um, that you're in my prayers even though I don't even know you. Thank you so much.